0: Good afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace taught an important lesson titled, The Most Important Question. This week, he will begin teaching on the mutual commitment so you don't want to miss it. For more information about the show and our church, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. And now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and I welcome you to the Word of Truth broadcast. And we certainly do thank you for listening in today, and we certainly hope and pray that this broadcast will be a blessing and help to you and be a word from God for you. Amen. We certainly hope that you're doing well and that you are blessed, amen, by the touch and grace of God. Well, I want to draw your attention today to the book of John, chapter 2, and verse number 23. It says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name, when they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them, because he knew all men. And needed it not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. So here we see that there are people, the Jews, that saw the miracles of Jesus and they believed in him, they believed in his name. but the scripture tells us that Jesus did not commit himself unto them. I want to talk about a mutual commitment, a mutual commitment. The word mutual means something that is shared in common, is joint together. Amen. It's a having the same relationship toward each other or one another. It's something that is, is existing on both sides, each to the other. That's what the word mutual means. And the word commit means to bind as, a, as by a promise, a pledge to dedicate, to involve. Now, the Greek word here for commit means to have faith in, to have faith upon or with respect to a person or thing, to entrust, especially one's spiritual well-being, to Christ. And so we see here that Jesus knew that the people believed on him, Amen. But he would not commit himself to them. And the word commit here is the same in in John 2.23, which is translated believed. It's the same word. So in other words, it could say that 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 the they believed in, in his name, but Jesus did not believe in them. Because the word commit there is the same word that's translated to believe. So it means to put trust or confidence in. Jesus did not put trust or reliance or confidence in them. He did not leave himself in their hands. He acted cautiously and prudently. The proper time for him to die, it had not come yet, and he secured his own safety. The reason why he did not commit himself to them is that He knew all men. He knew their inconsistency. He knew how fickle and weak the multitude was. He knew how easily they might be turned against him by the Jewish leaders and how unsafe he would be if they should be moved to sedition and tumult. tumult. Amen. If there was trouble that was stirred up, amen, that they could be moved against him. And though they believed in him, though they confided in him, amen, Jesus would not confide in them or let himself down to them as he did to his genuine disciples, because he knew all men. He saw right through them as he did, as he can see through all men and perceiving the superficial character of the trust that they placed in him. He placed none of that in them. And so you see, these people that believed on Jesus and believed in His name only believed in Him because they saw the miracles. Amen. And they saw what He could do for them. They saw how powerful He was. They believed on Him most likely like a celebrity, believed on Him like a, a famous person. Praise God. And Jesus knew that, that they were not believing on him for salvation. They were not believing on him, amen, as God manifest in the flesh. But they were believing on him because of the benefits that he could provide for them. Amen. And you know, this is the way a lot of people believe in God today. Amen. They believe in God because of what God can do for them. They believe in God because they they believe that God can make them prosper. God can heal their body. God can work out their problems and work out their situations. Amen. And we know God can do this. But this is not the reason why to believe on Him. Amen. When we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ... Praise God. We must believe on him, not just on him, but on his word. In John chapter 8, it says that Jesus turned to the disciples that believed on him and said, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And so to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ is to believe in his word. Amen. His word consists of commandments, laws, Amen. His word commits, uh, of, consists of instruction. Amen. You find the way of life in His word. Praise God. We need to make the word of God a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Amen. The psalmist said, "Order my steps in Your word, and don't let any iniquity have dominion over me." Iniquity meaning don't let my don't let iniquity don't let the desires of my flesh rule me. Amen. Let the word of God rule me. As Jesus said and when he was tempted by the devil, he told the devil, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. This is what man must live by. And so what Jesus is looking for is a commitment from us, a commitment to serve him. And that's why I'm talking about a mutual commitment here. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yes, we want God committed to us. And this is why the people believed on him, because they wanted God to commit themselves to them so that he could do all the things that they wanted him to do. Amen. Are you a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ because of what? god can do for you is that the only preaching that you want to hear is what god can do for you amen well you see we've got to commit ourselves to him praise god because we've got to live by the word of god jesus said if you love me keep my commandments you can't keep his commandments without a total commitment to him Praise God, it's got to be a mutual commitment. Amen. Bible said that God resisted the proud but gives grace to the humble. We must humble ourselves before God so that His grace can come and save us. Hallelujah. And work in us and through us. You see, believing on the Lord Jesus Christ is not just a one-time believing. Amen. We must believe on Him as the Scripture hath said. Hallelujah, that's how we must believe on him according to the word of God and not just a believing. The Bible said the devils believe and tremble. They believe in one God and tremble. The devils believe, but we know the devils cannot be saved because they, number one, they don't have a soul. And number two, they can't obey the word of God. So yeah, they believe. Amen, you can believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God, Amen. With just a, a a weak kind of belief, yeah, yes, yes, you can believe that the Lord Jesus Christ rose from the dead, Amen. There's sinners in the world that believe that, but that don't make them saved. Why? Because there's got to be a commitment, Amen. A commitment to live the Word of God, to obey the Word of God. There's got to be a commitment on our part to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. You see, we want God committed to us. We want the Lord Jesus Christ committed to us. Because if he's committed to us, then he can save us. If he's committed to us, then he will, then he will give us the things that we need to be saved. Not just make this life better on earth. Amen. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he said, if we have hope in Christ in this life only, amen, then we're all men most miserable. If our hope in Christ is for him to just make our life better here on earth and work out all of our problems and all of our situations and, and heal all of our afflictions and pains. If that's our only hope in Christ, is what he can do for us in this life, amen, then we're all men most miserable. Amen. Because you see, we're serving God to get to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. We're serving him so that our souls can be saved. And that's why Paul, he even wrote in, in, the, in the book of Colossians. Amen. When he talked about how that how that we're dead. Amen. And, and that, that we are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. So he said in verse in verse well, let me read chapter chapter three, verse one, he said, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, and not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God and so you see we must set our affections on things above hallelujah amen we must we must put our treasures in heaven seek for the treasures in heaven the the heavenly treasures the treasures and the goodness of the word of god amen the treasures of of understanding and amen and revelation and knowledge of the word and who jesus christ is amen these are the treasures these are the things that we're seeking these things are from above these things come from god amen hallelujah our affection is set on heavenly things not on worldly and earthly things amen amen set your affections on things above and not on the things of the earth and your affections are set on the things of the earth when you only want god to work out everything in your life to make your life more comfortable make your life more easier make your life much better Amen. Your hope in Christ is only for this life. Amen. Amen. My hope in Christ is not for him to just work out everything in this life. Praise God. Amen. Why? The Bible said that he that is born of a woman uh, is a few days and full of trouble. We're going to have problems. Amen. It's through our sufferings. Amen. That, that uh, uh, through our sufferings with Christ, he said, if you suffer with him, you shall reign with him. Jesus Christ suffered. Bible said, arm, your li- arm, arm yourself likewise to suffer. Praise God for the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to compare to the glory which shall be revealed in us amen and so praise god we want that commitment to god and we must make a commitment to him amen my time is up i'll pick up on this next week god bless you i'm pastor joel pace thank you pastor pace well that concludes today's edition of the word of truth tune in again next week as pastor pace teaches more on this subject of the mutual commitment our phone number to reach us is 214-391-0017. If you want to visit us, we're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas, Texas. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.